Hey everybody, this is episode two and minute two of the Glen Gary Glen Ross Minute. I'm here with my buddy Bill. Hi. Bill, uh, Bill thinks we should be more polished. <laughs> I disagree. Mainly my bald head needs a good polish. <laughs> well, it, no. No, it doesn't. It's very shiny. Shiny enough. It is pretty shiny. Yeah, you don't want to polish that anymore. No. Blinding. <laughs> so we're going to watch the second minute. We are going to watch it, and I think we can talk over it this minute. You think we can? I think we can. Okay. <laughs> I think we should. You think we should? Are there, are there things I'm going to say. Is, are there? Whether you want to hear them or not. Well, yeah. maybe I won't listen. All right. Fine. I'll call you back in 10 minutes. Slam. I know I'm trying to sell you some shit. I'll fucking call you back, you piece of garbage. <laughs> I think this whole minute boils down to two words for me. Go ahead. Customer service. <laughs> Both uh, guys are deal are customer service. Like Moss is supposed to be giving customer service. Yes. And he's doing it very poorly. Yes. And, and on the other end, Shelly is, is receiving dealing with customer, customer service. service. So the whole the whole scene for me is all about customer service. Yeah. Dave Moss is clearly not from the the uh, honey. The honey will attract the bees yeah, style the of customer, selling. Customer is always right. <laughs> kind of bullies, not really bullies his, him around a bit. And not really in his wheelhouse. Yeah. But let me say this. Handsome. Has Ed Harris ever looked better? No. No. Handsome. Yeah, I mean, I'd buy Timeless. land. I'd buy land from him. You would, would I, you? He would push me right into it. He'd be like, what's the matter with you? I'll call you back in 10 minutes. You'd be like, I'll be expecting your call, sir. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry. To let, I let you down. I know. I let you down. That's later. Ah, that comes that later. Is so later. I'm jumping ah, ahead. It's a little foreshadowing. Yeah, it's good. The great Jonathan Price. Yep. Yeah. So. Uh, All right. So the minute starts. What did we see first? It's you Moss. probably have a better handle on this. Moss is uh, is is dishing out the sales pitch about the the president from the company is in town for just 24 to hours. To Mrs. Swoboda. To with Mrs. Swoboda right, to right. offer her some special parcels. That uh, are co- of suddenly come up right. for sale. So we right. learn Dave Moss's name. We kind of get a better handle on what. Do they we know? Do. I don't think we know his name. Well, he says it. He does. He says his name in the yeah for sure. Mrs. Swoboda. This is Dave. This Moss. is Dave yeah, Moss yeah, from Rio yeah, Rancho yeah, yeah. Estate. Yeah, yeah. I think we. Yeah, we definitely learn his name first here. We get a better sense of what's going on. It seems scammy, <laughs> doesn't it? Seem scammy. Yeah. Well, we we don't really know. We don't no, know. No, we if don't. But it's if you had to. Yeah, it but seems you, a little scammy. But you could, if if you saw good-looking Ed Harris telling you that the president of his company is in town, that's the first thing you hear out of his mouth. You right. might believe him. Oh, for sure I would. Right, for so, sure I would. So we don't know that this is a scam. If if you come to this movie completely clean, you know, not knowing anything about what it's about or anything, maybe you might, you're right. You might believe him. Maybe you're right. But I like to think uh, just kind of the way he does it is was directed to be a little slimy, a little. It doesn't seem legit. <laughs> Real, I, I think he's got this sort of intensity in his eyes when he's doing the whole yeah. parcel of land thing. That's very, and he's like, on the phone. Yeah, he's on the phone. Not even talking to anybody. Well, he's talking to Mrs. Talking <laughs> who's a bitch, you can tell, just from not even hearing her voice. <laughs> I mean, he has to deal with this lady? I mean, it's Tonight, ridiculous. There's one moment in the in the in that speech where he's like, T- tonight at... 10? 10? Tomorrow at 8? He's like right into... T- she's like, well... He's like, tomorrow at 8? You can just tell. He's, he's like, bitch, work with me. Try, company well, I mean, that's, president I, in town. I think that's really, what's really funny to me. It's like, when do, you, when do most real estate deals go down? 10 p.m. at night? Tonight at 10? 
Is that when we do business tonight? It's a little desperate, right? Yeah. If someone, will, if even as handsome as Ed Harris is in this, if he's trying to get me to let close him, a deal at ten, let him into my house. No, no he sir. wants to come to my house no, tonight. Thank at you. 10. No. Thank you. No. <laughs> Would be my yeah. Tonight Move along, at 10. sir. Yes. Yes, please. please. <laughs> I'll be in my jammies. Why don't you swing by tonight? I'll make some cocoa. The missus and I are having people over for Pinochle, so we should be <laughs> wrapping up right about 10. <laughs> Sounds good. But we go to bed at 1030. Uh, 10 so if the deal isn't sharp, wrapped up by sir. then, then it's off. The deal is off. That's terrible. So we got to have this thing done. All right. So that's what he's, that's what we, and then we cut, at some point we cut, I can't remember where in the dialogue it happens, but from him immediately to Levine. It's right after his pitch, right? Right after he sets up the president is in town for 24 hours. Right, right. And he's got certain parcels, and then they cut back over to... Certain parcels. Certain parcels, that's right. Yeah, that'll pull you right in. It will. Cut to... Who wouldn't want a certain parcel? I I want all kinds of certain parcels. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's it's not any parcel. Right. He's not just talking to anybody. No, this is not just a patch of land in in a swamp or something. I'm bitch pants Svoboda. I feel suddenly important. This is a special parcel. Exactly. That only the president has access to sell. Exactly. It's good stuff. So cut from that, that shyster garbage that he's laying on that lady, right over to Levine, who still seeming desperate from minute one, if you'll recall, we talked about his desperation, uh, still getting no satisfaction. Yeah. Now, not talking to his daughter anymore, talking to the doctor. Trying to get through to the doctor who's not there. Who's not there. When uh, when will he be back? Right. Sure. And no, he, he doctors, can't be reached. Man. Oh, don't even give heart goes out, right? Well, you know, it's it's the whole system. It's the system, well, really. Sure. You know, the top to bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's the, no, you're the right. insurance companies. You're right. That's you know, it's uh, pharmaceutical companies. Yes. All of it. Yeah, it's, it's all a mess. It is a mess. It's a huge mess. And I, I, in a way, I feel sorry. I mean, that that we're sort of talking today, and this is that this was 20 years ago, so it's not really or whatever. So it's not really relevant, but. I, my heart goes out to doctors today years ago. with all the bullshit they have to deal with yeah, yeah. with the pharmaceutical companies and the insurance companies. And it's like, Your heart goes out to the doctors. Yeah, because <sighs> they, I, they, they just want to practice medicine yeah. and, and they wind up being bureaucrats yeah. and they don't want that. I don't look at it that way. What's your take? Uh, they're like a link in the terrible chain. They're, I mean, how often does your doctor ask you about your diet? Every, every time I see Well, him. you have a particularly good doctor. Wait, I do. I have I, most people do not no, I most get do- I have a doctor. aid from their doctor that is compulsory with their even being human. They're just basically like, here's a pill for what ails you. Yes. And I think that's a big part of the problem. That is a big And, yeah. I, and again, my perspective is probably different because I have a great doctor so who great I really doctor. trust. Yeah, yeah. And like when I go for a doctor's appointment, like it's just a physical. It's an hour and a half. What? Every appointment with my doctor is an hour and a half Who is long. this? Well, I mean, you don't have to say names, but uh, that's... Pete. Dr. Pete? Pete. <laughs> Dr. Yeah, Dr. Pete. Pete. He's the best. And like Sounds my wife great. and I who go see him, we're in our 40s, late 40s, but we are the youngest clients he has probably by 40 years. <laughs> so he he's always delighted to see us. Takes a particular interest in... Yeah, because it's like, oh my gosh... These guys could might actually, actually be helping you while, have you know? some life. Yeah, together. exactly. So, so for us, it's it's an interesting. You know, he's uh, he's looking at us like, oh, these guys are healthy. Well, these God guys love, are the top tip top. They're looking at you and saying these guys are healthy. That's my point. <laughs> tip top, like his usual. I guess compared to his, yeah, yeah. For, for years, his yeah. advice to me was, uh, <laughs> you know, you don't smoke, do you? And I'd say no, I never have. And he'd say good. Do you, and the second thing was, do you wear your seatbelt? 
And I'd say yes. And he's like, okay, you're fine. <laughs> because most people like in their 30s and 40s die because they smoke you or know, I just because read they don't wear the seatbelt. Unsafe at any speed. Are you familiar with this? <laughs> How old is Dr. Pete? He's not much. I, I would say he's not much older than me. It's oh, really? Older, yeah, we're, we're, we're so he's, contemporary. Oh, okay. So he just... He's like, finally, someone I can talk to. Yeah, loves Come spend 90 minutes, Bill. Loves <laughs> I'll to massage. clear up the afternoon for you. <laughs> loves to, to take a look at my prostate. He, you know, it's, he's always very impressed by how smooth it is. Oh, really? Yeah. He, I mean, we have a great time. <laughs> it sounds like you have a great time. Yeah, that's, that's the highlight of have the you had for the, me. Have you had the... What? Have you had the exam? A prostate the exam? The 40-year-old guy exam? Oh, like a, have, have I had a, a colonoscopy? Yeah, are you unclear about what I'm asking you? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, 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 yeah. Do you mean you're talking about just a regular like prostate exam? Yeah, yeah, exam just throw like it up the, there. Let's see if it feels right. Yeah, oh, my, every time I go. Wait, I have come to get on. That. <laughs> Not every time you go. Every time. Well, I don't go often. I mean, I don't go see him like <laughs> every month for that. You know what I mean? I just go when, I don't go, I really don't go very well. I should go more often. Say? I How probably would go every two years. How many of those have you had? Just ballpark that for me. <laughs> Ballpark. Yeah, there? just ballpark it for me. Uh, I'd say maybe three times, maybe four times. I don't know. All right. <laughs> I not, mean, that's great. That's it's what. It's not pleasant. Yeah, recent recent articles have said uh, no big deal. That you're not supposed to get that. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to. It's not as dire as they made it seem. Not as dire. That's well, what. They, you know, at fifty, you're supposed to get a colonoscopy, and that I'm really not looking. See, forward don't to. listen to any. But of I don't. Shit, dude. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, my colon is clean as a whistle. <laughs> I mean, there are no polyps. There's, there's nothing up well, there for anybody I mean, to see. How would you know that? I well, I, how much I think work I are would you doing know. up there? None, but I think I, I think there would be signs and wonders <laughs> that would tell you that there's a problem. I think especially with colon issues, you don't see it coming. <laughs> I think that's the idea. Well, it's hard to see. <laughs> that's from what I'm saying. That angle. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean, you can squat over a mirror all day. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> oh, no. oh Willie, Sorry, what have you had done? A, we had a cat. Walking on we our had a cat uh, walking recording setup. That Will, that's fun. Willie. That's one-eyed Willie. He has one eye. Literally has one eye. Willie. 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 What up, Wilbur? All right, back so, to this. Anyway, yeah. So what, anyway. what, the, I don't know how we. How do we get to my colon? He, that's I what I want to know. <laughs> Let's get out of my colon quickly. <laughs> Push. Ah, no, stop. <laughs> Please, you help me remember. I, when this was over, when we watched, oh, we're it, talking I about said, doctors. We're talking about doctors. That's why. Right. We don't have to pick it up there. No. But I said this was the one of the greatest minutes in the movie. You did. You were thrilled. You were at the top of your... your I was like, unbelievably you thrilled. You were so happy. You just wanted to talk about it. And then we had some technical difficulties. <laughs> we did. But now we're back. We're in. We're on. We're rolling. So this is good. We are. We're in. We're on. We're rolling. Anything... So anything? What, was so, what was so wonderful about that's, this minute? Well, that's... I mean, I know I... I uh, I brought that on myself. I need to go back through it. Again. Oh, you're going to go back through it again? Yeah, I, I am going to go. We're going to go back a little bit. We're going to do a little telestrating. Things jumped out at me, for sure. So now we've gone back a little bit. We've been out now. Don't pay attention to any of this. We're going to cut this out. Yeah, no, this is going to be cut We're out. We're going to cut this out This is post. all edited out. <laughs> oh, now i Does that mean I can talk about my colon some more? Please do. On the thing? There, he's hanging up with the doctor. Oh, he just looks so... Choice parcels. Not aggressive. Not aggressive. Well, what would be the best time to do that? 
immediately aggressive. Slam. In 10 minutes. Like, her husband's going to be home in 10 minutes. Yeah. Or five minutes, mate. Less than 10 minutes. In yeah. some a number of I'm minutes. sure she said 10 minutes. Less than 10. Because he's going to call back the exactly second he gets minutes. home. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, definitely. I mean, he's he such seen, a... I mean, he also now seems desperate. The desperation throughout this movie. He's saying he's just, angry. It's, you it's know, very he's rich. Really, like you said, he goes right from zero to but angry. comes from... Yeah, yeah. Not aggressive. Not Well, what would be the best time to do that? And as soon as he gets any pushback. And then, yeah. And then she's like, I don't know if we're interested anymore. And he's like, hey, look. You sent in the thing. <laughs> Like I'm trying to make you a lot of money. I've got 48 hours to yeah. make you a lot of money. Yeah. And it's like uh, it's like he should go to some sort of a sales meeting or workshop. It is zero to within 60. the next 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that might help him. Might motivate him to yeah, close like the deal. Properly motivate him. Yeah. yeah so yeah. because he's really uh, he's being lax on these people. Not so he's good. not really pushy in any way. No. Well, he's just no. Not he's good. horribly pushy. He's not good at his he's job. Not, at no. All. But I, th- I think all Alec Baldwin, if I can jump ahead, all Alec Baldwin's character yeah. is saying is, you get this done. And I don't, clearly, if that's not doing it, between the handsome and the pushy. Well, don't we don't know, know that Mrs. Swoboda's ever seen him in person. No, that's true. Handsome so, might not matter. Yeah, it's it cold calling. You've got to get the sit. Yeah, if he yeah. can't get a sit. He's got to get a sit. He's got to get a sit. Get on he a can't seat. get a sit. He can't get a sit because he's mean to them on the he, phone. Well, Who would want him to come? Who wants him to come over <laughs> their house at ten o'clock? Expect me to get sits with these leads? <laughs> but who would want? Think of the customer. Who would want this guy to come over to their house and yell at you at ten o'clock at night when you're in your jammies, <laughs> catching up on your DVR episodes of Antique Roads Show? I mean, right? And then he's there. Hello? Don't Anybody home? The road show. You can't interrupt the road show. No, you don't. You don't want to do that. And yeah, and he's knocking on the You're door. Knocking, Hello? Hey, you sent in the thing. Yeah, Mrs. What? Swoboda. I'm here. No, it's the worst. I can't imagine anyone. Do you, have you ever filled out a form like this? Have you ever? Did you, did you ever like at the mall put in a thing to win the car and then you're cold called? I don't know that I ever. I probably have. I think that's how they get these yes. leads. Well, right? you know what? I got a funny story Lay about that. Lay it on that. me, please. Years ago. I worked. Were you saving this for episode three? Or? No, I had no idea this was going to come up. <laughs> right, but I had a temporary job as a temp working at uh, like a, a junk mail factory, basically, is what it was. They would, I, I would get factory. those forms, right? They would hand me a stack of forms that people had filled out, just like he's talking about. Right. Name, address, yes. phone number, for whatever, a contest, a sweepstakes, that kind of stuff. Yes. And I, it was my job in as, malls and things like that kind of form or like it could have been in from a magazine. News, it could have been from a magazine uh-huh, or a uh-huh. newspaper gotcha. or in a mall, whatever. They just this, this place just collected all collected these forms. the leads. And then they had a room full of people who were data entry folks. <laughs> and we would type these forms, the information on the forms into, you know, these old style like, you know, mainframe computers. And then from that information, yeah. junk mail like you would not believe right. would be generated right. automatically and sure. sent out to these people for the rest of their lives. Sure. They would be plagued if I may. <laughs> you may. And you may. So I feel partially responsible because I would sit there and type in and, and it was, it was a hilarious job because you could do, you were allowed to like listen to music. You could bring in, this was back in the day of CD players. So we, I'd bring in a CD player <laughs> and a bunch of CDs and I'd put my headphones on and sit there and listen to my Sony Walkman or whatever it, it really was, does seem know. like the perfect job for you yeah <laughs> and just sit there and type all day and that was what you did 
and you were scored by like how fast you went. So sure. you, you, there was a little, little thing on the screen. You could see like what your keystrokes per minute were or uh-huh. whatever. And you had to keep them above, you know, you, 10, 100 million yeah. thousand or whatever uh-huh. to keep your job. Yeah. It was this sounds like a dystopian future. It was, it it was fascinating. like and the all worst the, fucking and, job ever. Yeah. And a lot of the people that worked there, you know, like would would take the bus. I guess there was a bus stop not far from oh. this place. It was on Route 70. God, you're making and, me sad. Yeah. It's really, and so they, and then there'd be a call like at the end of the day, like, hey, we got, we just got some new batches. Who wants overtime? Oh. You know, and then people would take the overtime and they'd have to take the late bus home. Oh. And, you know, all this kind of stuff. It was a crazy, crazy oh. place. Yeah. I did not work there for very long, but I loved it while I was there because no. I could just put on my headphones, just kind of go away and just get lost in my labor. Sure. I didn't have to really think about sure, it. Sure, sure, sure. And it's not until like right now that I my Can soul has been crushed. Can you call that labor? I guess it is a kind of labor. But anyway, a certain kind of labor is good for you. That kind of labor definitely bad for you. For me? For anyone. Yeah, if you did it long term. Like I said, I was only there. I always knew it was temporary for me. Right. So it wasn't like this was my life. So where were these leads that you were typing out all day going? I have no idea. You you, you just, just compiled them. I would basically. just put them in this mainframe computer, and then they would be like you said, compiled in some database somewhere. And then that database, that all that information would be sold. So like big data, like we have today, <laughs> that was the equivalent of big data back then. This uh-huh. was like the '90s, about the time this movie happened. Yeah. So all that information was collected, and then yeah. those those leads, as you said, would be sold to right. somebody. Right. Uh, who and would those pay good money for them. The leads today are just email leads. Exactly. Right. So like you same fill out a idea. form, same thing, you fill yeah. out a form online yeah. and you to enter a sweepstakes or something and you get all that junk mail. You sure do. Because of it. Yes. So it's the same. They've sort of cut out a step. I'm sure these places <laughs> yeah. still exist. Because the internet has cut out a step. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because now I, the consumer, <laughs> am doing the job of all those people <laughs> doing the data entry. We don't need them anymore. No, we sure And that don't. place, as a matter of fact, has closed on Route 70 where the junk mail factory was, is gone. I Thank don't know God. what's there now. but The junk mail factory. Yeah, that's what I used to call it. Jesus. Yeah. Something, right? Yeah. So there's a, well, there's no end of two people who will fill out a form, but don't ever want anything from it. They're not really looking. Because the scam works, right? If you fill out a lead and then Dave Moss calls you and says, the president of the company's in town, that we got to get you signed up quick and paid out. The person on the other end of that, when it works, is going like, yeah, I do want to buy land. Right. I'm going to turn right. this land into something that's my dream. Let's get this deal done. Right. So the presumption here is that this this is not like an out of the blue thing. Like they filled out something that's somewhat something relevant that to was, buying yeah, land. Yes, exactly. Right. It wasn't like they tried to buy to fill in a sweepstakes for a car. I, but and then maybe. all of a sudden, you, you never know. Yeah. Right? And then all of a sudden they get this call from some guy <laughs> asking them to buy land. But the you filled it. But look, you filled in the form. Right. It leads you to believe that it was maybe you would think that the lead had something to do with. Yes, and he knows where the lead came from. Like he has some idea of does, how yeah. how they came upon this lead. So you were part the of the machine, essentially. Uh, part of this very machine. I was. People yeah. were hassled because of the work that you did. <laughs> <laughs> they certainly received that mail boy. based on my. Input. Well, and you know how hassling that can be. Oh my gosh! I yeah. hate my junk. Got to throw that thing away. It. Put it right in the trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a paper cut. Oh. Forget about there it. There was a nice life hack I read about a couple of years ago about a guy that was that had a way to f- he figured out his junk mail problem and he sent it back to the people that it came from every time. Oh, that's that sounds like a lot of work. It was a lot of it was not a lot of work. He just put it in an envelope at the end of the week and sent it. So off. it all came from the same place. No, no, he would take various. Like I don't know. I shouldn't be telling this story because I'm at. But it, the way I remember it is. 
he would take various bits of junk mail from various sources uh-huh. and re- put compile them all week and then return them somehow using the the return address the return address envelope that they would send with him the postage paid envelope or whatever but and wouldn't it, that wouldn't that like a junk email and it made them pay for the postage oh so they stopped sending and they got him? nothing back from him okay. and so yes they flagged him as an account that should not get sent the thing anymore it's, it's ironic that in email it doesn't work that way like if you get an email a junk email and you reply in any way in any way that, that seven all of a more sudden, emails yes, immediately you have just yeah. doomed yourself to yeah. a lifetime of yeah that unsubscribe barrage. button is right there we should everyone should use it the unsubscribe i like button? a tidy email folder and the way yeah to but do that's, that is that's the problem unsubscribe. if you hit the unsubscribe button they know you're a real email address, and then you'll get even more junk mail. No, hasn't been my thing, experience. What I have found has worked yes, for me. Yes, is just to mark it as junk in my email program. Sure, and then it's smart yeah, I don't even to see it. to reroute those really? things every yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's been working for yeah, me. Yeah, lately. yeah, yeah. But I unsubscribe often. Uh, it depends on who does. It's if it's worked. a yeah, if it's a if it's an ethical business that actually <laughs> obeys the rules of the unsubscribe button, they will do yeah. it. But there are some who. Well, use the unsubscribe button as a confirmation that that email address actually exists. Mostly porn and Russian bride stuff. Oh, I don't get that. So, <laughs> oh. No. I get a lot of stuff like, you know, brassiers, you know, and... Um, Why is that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't wear one. <laughs> Someday, Although maybe I'll that, need one. You but have that nice base layer on right now. I do. I do. It's <laughs> Acting very, as a man's It's like a compression. Sorts. Yeah, it is like... It's holding my moobs in. <laughs> Jack Lemon had a nice set of moobs at the time they filled this. Room. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I don't. Remember. You can't see them. No, I've, I don't. Never noticed them. Check them out. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming up. I'm not sure. I They're coming see up them. on future minutes of this movie. Well, well please do call them well, to my the attention was, when you see them. Seventy or so. Yeah, was he was he not? He was pretty I mean, old when he, he did was. This. Um, please, if and I'm certainly <laughs> older than please. what I think. The, the role is usually cast. Right. Well, he was older. older than most of the people than, yeah, that yeah. are usually cast in this role. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about their ages. I mean, Moss is 40s. Yep. Right? Yep. Pacino, late 40s, early 50s. Yeah. Gotta be. Playing playing closer to, to <laughs> playing closer to 40. Into the 40s. Yeah. But he's probably in his 50s. Sure. For sure, yeah. Sure. Alec Baldwin. Uh, well, he was young. Mid young to late 40s. 30s in yeah, this late, one? Late yeah, late 30s, okay, early 40s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right. Um, Spacey was Spacey was supposed to be the younger, youngest one, right? Yeah, and I yeah. think he was. I think compared to those yeah, guys, yeah, I think he's he looked younger fresh faced even guys. in this yeah. movie at times, which is yep. not something you can say about Kevin Spacey anymore. Jude Chichalella, <laughs> looking good in his forties or fifties, you know, <laughs> whose name I only know and will never forget because of you, because you used to point it out constantly. <laughs> I love his name. I know it's a great name. You couldn't wait to say it. I know he and, was and, playing and late fifties. Yeah, right. And, and you see him in stuff. You see him in other stuff. You know, I he's have never like seen a, him in anything else. What? I've never seen. We should IMDb that guy because he's he's worth it. But yeah, we should do that. I, who? What else has he been in? Can you remember anything? Off the top of your head? Probably not. I feel like he was in um, Sin City. No shit. Yeah. There's a scene where they are beating the crap out of... <laughs> there's like two guys beating the crap out of... Um, I can't remember if it's either it's either Bruce Willis or uh, Mickey Rourke in that movie, right? Where Mickey Rourke plays that like giant, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. the giant tough guy. Yeah. And they're just beating... It must be Mickey Rourke because they're, they're punching him and beating the crap out of him. And Mickey Rourke is just like, come on, bring it, you know, or whatever. And I think one of those guys is Jude Chichilella. I could be wrong. Should we IMDb it? I mean, I, I want to know. Talk. You talk I know, and I'll IMDb. 20 minutes. 
of that of what if, if it's gonna take that long then no to imdb like, it yeah i i have the app right here on my phone it's i'm already opening it look at it look at it go it is opening it's gonna be so fast you, you just have to talk a little bit you just um, have to cover for me a little well bit. i've been talking work with me work I've with been, me don't you're you not even talking like i'm doing all the talking here you, i've already got his name called up Jude to be married to you I think it would be. <laughs> and yes, he was in Sin City. Thank you very much. So he must have been 20 years older. He was also, I forgot this, but he was in the Shawshank Redemption. He's he was not the, in Shawshank. He's one of the guards. Perfect. He's one of the prison guards oh, in Shawshank Redemption. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was in... Perfect. What did they used to call guards? Prison guards? Oh, I was never in prison yet. Spokes? No. All right, you go ahead. I'm going to think of that. In <laughs> Sin City, he plays a character called Leibowitz. In the Shawshank Redemption, he plays guard Mert. <laughs> Mert. Mert. Did you Mert know that he has? Did you know that he has a BA in philosophy from Brown University? This is a smart man. Are you man. kidding me? This is a smart man. College Jude. Uh, Ivy League. Hey Jude. He is an Ivy League dude. That's impressive. That is impressive. That's utterly impressive. I couldn't have gotten into Brown. My life depended on. No. It. No. They would never have me. Oh, he was also on Twenty Four, the television program. Okay, never, never saw an episode of that. No, neither did I. But I'm sure he was wonderful. How could he not be? So this was merely the start for old Jude. Whereas yeah. in my head, it was pretty much the height. No, he's been, he's had a he's, long yeah, he's going on career. to be. I'll give you some more. He's did been we say what he did? We say what he does in this movie? He, oh, I don't think we did. Yeah, I so just he, brought up his name. So he's randomly. a character in the in the uh, the he's, second act. That's right. A uh, pivotal character. He if plays you know, the police. Plays the cop. Police detective or whatever. He's also been in NCIS New Orleans. And playing a cop again. He's got a cop face. He, he does. Looks he like definitely a cop is like a cop. Sure. Yeah, he could have made a living. He was also in the the Sin cops. City: A Dame to Kill, the sequel to oh, Sin City. Playing so the he's same a recurring. Character. Yeah, he was huh. in both. Oh, that's big time. He's making big money on that franchise. I thug, he's like a cop, cop thug. Fine yeah. line. Cop thug. Kind fine of line. Yeah. Let's see if there's any other things in here that look like something I would recognize. Thug cop. NCIS, the regular NCIS he was on. He was on House, the television program. CSI. Uh, the F word. I think I'm good with Jude's career. <laughs> hey, he was one of the voices in the video game Fallout New Vegas, which I really enjoyed. It's a great game. I could not get it. through that latest Fallout. Oh, my God. It's a great I could game. not. I can't do it. Uh, you got to turn down the difficulty a little bit. Not I did, to, man. Not to I dialed it way you. the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. Well, you just got to be careful. You can't, there's some areas you don't want to go into. Yet. There, yeah. You know no, I mean? you it was gotta, a setting. It was easier than easy. Wow. Like, whatever that is. is well, it's like I a slider. It. You got to slide it. I all slid it down. all the way down. Wow. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. well, you got to get yourself a sniper rifle. <laughs> and then you got to, like, look around See, every once thing. in a while. I, w- I approached the game as, like, just kind of like, You're ah! just a running gun. Just You're a running gun guy. around, and I was getting housed. Yeah, no, no, no. Find I, a nice sniper rifle. And then I was like, rifle. oh, I need a rifle, rifle in one of those suits. Is yeah, you got to be a little cautious because yeah. yeah. there's a lot of stuff in the wasteland that will kill your ass. No, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they come out of nowhere, and they're quick. Yeah, yeah some of them they're are. They're quick. Yeah. Anyway, we were watching some movie. I don't remember what it was. Oh, Glengarry Leonard Ross. That's right. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we, we see the Shelley Levine thing. Then we come back to Moss. We come back to Moss. He berates Mrs. Swoboda a he little bit. continues to berate. This is Fuboda. Yeah. Right? Is that correct? Yeah. Well, he's like, and there's an interesting thing here that right there. There's a shot, shot where they show, they pan across from Shelly's face yes. back to Moss, and we see him holding this little piece of paper. As he's saying, the leads are choice, choice parcels. Choice parcels, yeah. 
<laughs> tonight at 10. Now, look, if you look closely, you I'm can looking. see there's a couple of drops of water on his suit jacket as if he's just come in from the rainy night outside. That's yeah, good. Good eye. Good looking out. out it's pouring. That's another, that's, that's another that's factor detail. in the scene. Yes. I mean, that's adding the detail. For sure. Beautiful. And look at his hair. Like, is that a piece? Like, what is that thing he's got? Oh, yeah. Play? No, that's definitely a piece. Yeah. I mean, the sides are his. As yeah, you know. yeah, the sides, yeah, too. Yeah. I always wondered about that in this, whether what was going on with his, the that's top of his hair. That's definitely a piece. I think Pacino's hair is some kind of thing, too. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. In this one. Sure. There's well, some oh, thing up there. He has, making I don't know flop. how long he hasn't had hair, <laughs> but it's been a long time. And he's, but he's always had something up there. But it's been a long time. Well, he's this been one wearing is something the best this I one is this pretty one. amazing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and yeah. In some of the scenes, the way they have lit his hair is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it makes it look unnatural. It's like, like, oh, that's not hair, but <laughs> damn, he wears that shit well. <laughs> yeah, like the but my favorite is when there's a scene in the end where he's sitting down talking to Shelley, uh, at some point, and just the the light hitting off of that hair. And is it like backlit? Shining yeah, so top of the I think back, I know what yeah, you're talking it's just about. Like yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's a good hair movie. Lots of business hair, business casual hair, yeah. early '90s businessman hair. What did What did they do? What did they do with the choices on that? Arkin's got the nice, like, the, the typical the, like uh, the male, male pattern, pattern baldness, baldness yeah, which is coming beautiful. in, yeah. nice and clear. He looks like in, like Sam the Eagle from the Muppets Baldwin's hair is fucking flawless, flawless yeah. as usual. Why did we both say flawless at the same time? Well, that's what it is. <laughs> I mean, it's like there's no there's discussion. Other ways to say there's that. no discussion no, about it. No, he looks like a quaffed gentleman as per usual. But I can I tell a story about Alec Baldwin too. Yeah, I don't want to hear your story about Alec Baldwin. <laughs> yeah, please, And specifically please. his hair. What are we doing here? Please. <laughs> so my wife was one time on a movie as an extra that Alec Baldwin was in, right? So she was in the background. It was at like a fancy what? restaurant. You're not... Can we say what movie? What? I don't remember what it oh, was. Okay. It was probably some un, the then untitled Nancy Myers project. <laughs> like she used to do all these... I don't know if you know who Nancy Myers is. I do. She's this director who does these like romantic comedies yeah. that are like just... You know, it's all very well produced and it's very slick and it's sure. very nice and well done, and it makes they make a lot of money. People love them, but they're like super, you know, sappy, sappy and, and yeah, nonsensical. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so there's there's Baldwin comes on the set to do his scene. Old Alec, and they you know, the 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 makeup person whoever is working on him and he gets ready comes over to the set and he gets on a spot and he like waves somebody over and they bring him a mirror and they hold it up in front of him, his assistant, <laughs> and he holds out his right hand and they slap a can of hairspray. In his right hand, and then, well, yeah, that's not. And then, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this goes on well, for sure. many, many minutes, for sure. Um, way more than it sh- than the ozone layer can handle, <laughs> <laughs> until he's finally satisfied that every single hair is completely glued. You to think his it was head. him being satisfied with it? Yeah, abs- yes, yes. This is absolutely his. You know, he's, he's obsessed with his appearance. <laughs> He, uh, I, I imagine in this this movie was probably a similar experience where there was a lot of time spent getting that hair just right. I don't know. I don't know if I agree. Here's because here's why. Okay. His hair looks great even when nothing's been done to it. What do you, you mean when it? nothing's been done? Him? When have you seen him roll out of bed with nothing? Are done you to his not hair? on the internet? <laughs> there, there's Alec Baldwin leaving his apartment every day. As early as can be, and he looks like he's hungover, and he looks like he's a fat, angry vegan, <laughs> and his hair looks fucking flawless well, what, every time. Yeah, because what's he been doing up there in his room? No, 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 no. I'm no? telling you, no, it's a disheveled Baldwin. You can see it's not, you know, it's not like movie level, but it's there, and mm, I'm jealous of the hair, Bill. 
Well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I'm of that of hair us. in particular. Kevin Spacey also good hair in this movie. He's, it's it's thinning for sure though. Right, but it's his. Yeah. You know, it's natural. He's got such a rug now, Looks too. Right? I mean, his hair is so... He hasn't had real hair for centuries, either. I mean, it's been years and years. He's still walking around with hair, you but the who's inside track on these, on these pieces. Well, I mean, look at his hair in this. Like you said, it's his. <laughs> no, it's... Yeah, it's and he's just got a few strands yeah, yeah. across the yeah, top there. Which looks so good. There's a comb over. It's perfect. It looks good. Young middle management guy. Yeah, and right? he, you can see he's going down the male, par- male yeah. pattern baldness to- road. To- as you are, as I, I am. I'm there. I'm, I'm, in, I'm the mayor there. of I'm, male pattern yeah, baldness I'm clinging town. to scraps. <laughs> But there are still... <laughs> yeah. Face it. Just face it. No, Join I'm, us, I'm, brother. I'm faced it. I'm, faced it. I'm just um, saying. It'll, it's freeing. It's very freeing when you just... Uh, just go out without a hat. take and it. Be, yeah, you're like, this like, is look, what look it looks like, motherfuckers. That's right. <laughs> Kiss it. Kiss my dome. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, but Spacey now today has some kind of fake. It's always what some it kind is, of fake. But he, yeah. it, looks, it, it looks good. Like It looks like he's got hair, but I don't know what that is up there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If he, yeah, if he it's were like that guy, who's if the he guy were managing the, the supermarket that you shop at, you'd be like, "That's probably his hair." Yeah, you might. But we all know that it was receding because we saw it. Exactly. And now it looks That's like it point. had never receded. That's my point. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Well put. Well yes, put. Yes. Just like that guy that does the football games, Jim Brown. Is that the guy on the weekends who does the football? And he's got that bizarre hair. Like he's got that. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> that he's got super like the, huge guy. Uh. James yeah. Brown? Yeah, J- Jim Brown, right? Isn't that his name? He's big and he's on like I think CBS. Name, I think they call him James. Bill Sims and the other guys. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. And he's got that weird like line that goes right across the but top of his head. But correct me if I'm wrong. He doesn't look like he's about to have a heart attack <laughs> every second that he's on that show. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so obsessed with trying to, yeah, fascinated, <laughs> trying to figure out what the heck is on his head <laughs> that I never noticed his cardiovascular health. Well, I think. I think Jim Brown needs to see Dr. Pete is what I think. I think it post haste. Get thee to Dr. Pete. Something. Who will take an interest. Yeah, he will. And hopefully he'll mention something about the hair because it really, <laughs> I, I'm so confused about what it is. I mean, it's like, it looks like Legos or something up there. I don't know what is up on there that they've put on there, but it's not hair. I can guarantee you that. So anyway, Ed Harris. Ed Harris looking good. Blue eyes. Blue are, as ever. Are they blue? Are you kidding me? I thought they were green. Have you? Well, they might be a light blue, maybe an aqua, might be some green in them. But definitely, you get lost in there. There's a that's a there's a beauty to them. They're deep, unmatched. I think they're blue. I want to say right. they're blue. You could be right. He looks great. Yeah. He looks great. And he looks very professional. Like he's not uh, disheveled. He's got a nice suit on. His crisp, you know, white shirt. He's oh yeah, got no, a nice handsome. Tie, handsome. You know, nice tailored suit. He doesn't look like a schlub Every or anything. Every bit the salesman, but handsome. Yeah, handsome. Like he he looks the part for sure. He walks up to you, see him at the door, and you're thinking, oh, I'm going to answer the door. Oh, this then guy. he starts yelling at you, <laughs> and, and then you're like, what have I done to myself? Fine, I'll call you back in 10 minutes. And that's the best. Like, they're going to answer that fucking phone call <laughs> in a million fucking years. Like, she hasn't just turned the ringer off or taken that phone off the hook. They would the have to, because this was, like, probably before the days of, like, call uh, caller ID. <laughs> so you just, you remember that it when you used well to get sales the calls? It, you know, they didn't happen as much as they do today, but, you know, I guess you did used to get sales calls at your house before caller ID, and you just assumed it was somebody you wanted to talk to, so you answered the phone. Yep. Like today, no one answers the phone. No, nope. I mean, that's. But back then, the phone was like it could it could have been somebody needing your help or yeah, it could have been something for important. sure. It could have been something a friend, important. Yeah. Someone you just wanted to talk to that you don't see all the time. Right. You're not texting with. Right. You haven't yeah. Talked to for a Do while. you remember answering the phone not yeah. knowing who was on the other end? It's scary, right? 
I can't conceive and of even that, talking on the phone. Like I despise talking on the phone anymore. <laughs> but I think back then I probably liked it because you that was what we did. It was all I you spent had. hours on the phone. Yeah. In my younger days. That was like how you got yeah, oh that was now we're having dog interference. It's okay. Maggie's making it happen. She's a good girl. She is a good girl. Um back in the day that was how you got, you know, uh social closeness with someone was like you know especially like the opposite sex like with girls like you got their number you call them up and you talk to them and that was how you got to know them or got you know on their good side Cloud fucking nine talking to the girl you were into just giving her a call and then talking for like the next hour like what is cloud that? fucking nine <laughs> yeah. no better feeling if it worked like right yeah there. but if it was a bad call if it's just like a lot of silence that was pain well, i didn't have any of those oh of course <laughs> Naturally. What you never had the next thing to talk about? I bet you did. When was there ever silence? I don't know. Um, you can hold a conversation as good as anyone. Can I? Yeah, I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> no, certainly you're a great conversationalist. If I've I, had enough caffeine, I, oh I yeah, you need a little, you got to get a little need, charged yeah, up. With caffeine <laughs> makes me charming, so I need some caffeine to turn on the charm and kind of get. Let's amend that to you believe that caffeine makes you charming. <laughs> Okay. Can we say that? You, can, you may say that, it but gives I think you it's an, true. But I think you're charming with or without. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate yeah. you saying that. Well, I yeah. wasn't like fishing for a compliment either. That's just like, because that's a long it's way to go weird, to get one. You just you know? treat caffeine like most people treat alcohol. Ooh. You know that, right? You've realized that before. Yeah. People, people yeah, drink a, when they're social because they think it makes them more charming. Yeah, loosens them up. Yeah, loosens them up. I'll say that real funny the, thing that I right, might not say. The inhibitions say. go down a little bit. Or totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. That's, that's why I started right. drinking for sure. That's it. For sure. And now you love it so much you can't stop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, now I'm off the rails. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It went, it went a bad place for me. It doesn't have to for everybody. I mean, I know there's no climbing out of this hole. <laughs> I've been working under this hood since I was 20. I get it. I knew where this was headed. I'm just saying. I hear you. Oh, not, I mean, other people can maybe put the brakes on. Yeah, like the caffeine thing. But I like what you're saying. Is I use the caffeine as like a, as a crutch. Yeah, exactly. A social crutch. Yeah, yeah. If you get through that fourth Coca-Cola. I am Mr. <laughs> everyone's Charming. Everyone's going to love you. That's right. <laughs> the whole room, they will know when I walk in. Yeah. Hey, no, everybody. Yeah, know that people feel the same way about beer and scotch. Oh. Let me get into that third beer and I'll start laying it on <laughs> real nice. Real nice. Yeah. But yeah, you, you used to call up back in the day and you'd sit call there and talk, up. you know, you like in your bedroom, you yeah. know, with the, on the extension and your mom would pick up to call somebody else. Mom. Yeah. I'm on the phone. Speaking of the phone plays an enormous role in this movie. That's my point. They took the phone. They took the phone. They took the they phone. It's yeah. In, the, in this scene, they're using the, the pay phones. Answer that, response. <laughs> They took, the phones? they took the phones but in this scene they're using the pay phones at the chinese restaurants <laughs> to do business on like Wait. this is the way they lived shelly the machine levine took the phones yeah he, did. he had to, to imagine him unloading the phones out of that office yeah how did he, did do he that? put them all in a banker have box we, have we discovered a plot <laughs> I twist know. i don't know but if they took the phones and he's the they he took the phone. <laughs> That's right. Where did he put them? To make it look like a thing. Like a robbery. Like a robbery. We make <laughs> it look like a robbery. <laughs> the great Dave. Hit them Ma. where they live. The great Dave. Ma. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good point. Like, did he did he take a big garbage yeah, bag he threw in there them with all him? in a construction bag? He was and thinking yeah. ahead, and yeah. he's like, I know what I'm gonna do. Yeah. I'll keep the leads in my pocket, <laughs> but I'll put all the phones and stuff in a garbage bag, and I'll mess up the place. <laughs> and I'll mess up the place. I'll make it look like a robbery. Yeah. Yeah. 
but I should take something and that something should be the, the phones. phones. It is weird that they, and they keeps, he keeps pointing it out. And is Jude Chigalella like pull him in the office? They and like, the okay, Levine, where are the <laughs> where phones? Are the phones? <laughs> Show us the phones. We know you got the leads and we know you got the phones. <laughs> We know you sold the leads across the street to Jerry Graff. That's the best. Maybe Jerry Graff bought the phones, too. <laughs> He's expanding his business. Needs a couple more. What do you need? A girl I, I, a telephone line? I go to Graff. Girl answer the phone? Tell, what do you need? What do you need? A girl to answer the phone? Phone. It's Some everywhere. Broad. It is. It's because it was so ubiquitous in the culture it and was. the way that men did business. And this was before the days of email yeah. and texting and all that stuff. So this was really the way we communicated Yeah, was over the phone. And by facts. Well, let's let's wrap up with thinking about whether or not that's helped us or hurt us. I think it's helped some of us and hurt some of us. Yeah, it's. Because uh, I, I despise, as you do, talking on the phone now. And I used to love it. Yeah. I used to really enjoy it. I questioned that when you said it. I'm like, did I ever really love it? I did. I loved it. Yeah, I think I did, too. Well, I yeah, did. to get on the phone I with friends or girlfriends or whomever. And yep. we would just sit there and. Yep. You know, and you, you did. You, you felt really close to the person because it's almost you could like do like whispery in your ear kind of. Right. It was very, it was very intimate. intimate. Yeah, yeah you're it was like right. One on you're one. Right. There is a lost intimacy kind of thing. in that. Yeah. There is definitely a lost intimacy. You don't get that when texting, no matter what the text says. Agreed. You can't possibly say be it as, as intimate as it, if you're hearing the person yeah. say the words. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And there's something about, you know, the in the Bible, you know, God spoke the world into creation you know he said let there be light and there was light and i think you know when you hear someone say something even if it's over the phone and not face to face the the, the speaking of it is an action it's a it's right. a thing that happens whereas texting you know um just doesn't have that same power i guess or something or something something yeah you need and some caffeine, it, buddy? <laughs> Why? I thought that was perfectly charming. <laughs> charming. It's totally charming. If I, you know, like a, like a, an emoji. I agree with an you. An emoji doesn't carry the same uh, weight as someone saying, I mean, it carries you, no you know? weight. It literally, yeah. it means like I had time to push a button for you. I got nothing. I don't care. Look, smiley face, asshole. Fuck off. <laughs> Leave me alone. That's what they say to me. They're terrible. They carry no weight, and I use them all the time. <laughs> That's brilliant. No, it's terrible. It's terrible. Call me later. This, <laughs> this, the phone is so centric to the time and to the movie, and it it really is like even even in the case of like all right, I'll call you back in ten minutes. Like th that's intimate. That's intimate on some level. It could be scary intimate. You know, too intimate. Instead of like getting an email or a text that says I'll call you in ten minutes, you could totally disregard that. Right. You and hear in this, the intention. You hear the inflection in a voice. And in this, the phone is there. It's the first step to making a sale. They cannot do anything else until they get that person on the phone. That's right. That's it. So like, and it's th the first two minutes of this movie are people on the just phone. people on yep. the phone. Exactly. So they have to get the customer on the phone right. to get them to, to get agree them to, to agree a to a meet. Yep. So uh, the phone really is the first vital step to making any money for them. It is. So it it's is completely necessary to their quarter work. quarter in the payphone they couldn't do it i'm doing business here right in this payphone yeah me i mean alone. and that's how important the phone was they couldn't even wait to get back to the office to get to the phone they, they like have to use the phone wherever they are that's you know right. they're they stop at the donut shop they're going to use the phone to call somebody else and try to get a sit or do whatever that's right everywhere they are the, the chinks they're going to try to use the phone to <laughs> hey to take sit, it easy you know? That's from the movie. I know you're quoting. No offense, you're quoting. offense intended to our Asian friends. You're quoting. You're quoting. Yes, I'm quoting. Yeah, yeah. I used to say that just around the house, like just because I learned to talk from these movies, and it was it just became second nature. Like, 
do you want to order food? Yeah, should we call the chinks? You know, I used to say that. And people had to be like, uh, dude, people that don't know you're quoting think you're a racist. Yeah, I, I can understand. And it was, yeah. It now was I've done a, it. Kind so. of a wake-up call. Yeah. Terrible. Thanks for pointing that out. Way to go, Dave. No, I'm blaming Matt oh, for making yeah. me a racist. Well, Mamet. I mean, you know, but yeah. it's, it's think art. Think he voted for you know Trump? I, mean? I, be, I, I think bet he, he did, did, right? Yeah. yeah. He'll, they'll let him keep all his guns and shit. That's right. Man, what a douchebag he turned into. Yeah, what happened to the guy? I mean, he lives in Vermont, too. It's like, what? Yeah, I, mean, I don't a, get such it. such a dichotomy. I guess it's the stuff. money he made. I guess. I don't know. He used to be so liberal in his thinking. Yeah. But then, yeah, I don't know what happened. Anyway, you got anything else about this minute? No. All right. Other than customer service, that was it. So we love this movie. Great movies lead you into talking about all kinds of things, which is what we're going to continue to do. We talked about a lot of stuff. This is a great minute. I can't wait for the next one. Oh, me, me neither. I have we're just getting started. This is the second one. We've got like another, there's an hour and 40 minutes. So that's like. Oh, there's so many minutes to come. How many minutes is it's in so an hour and 40? It's a lot of minutes. It's a lot. So that's 60 plus 40. It's another 100 minutes. 100 minutes. A lot, folks. You're gonna really. Yeah, we're gonna I know really what you're get to know right each now. other. <laughs> we're gonna get to know each other. It's gonna be. Great. I know what you're thinking. It'll oh be like an old God, phone conversation. More? It will. You'll It'll go be back intimate and listen to these over and It'll over. It'll feel nice. It'll feel like a warm Glengarry blanket. I'd love a Glengarry blanket. Oh, that'd be nice. All right, like, I'm Matt, and I that's Bill like over there under the Glengarry blanket. This is nice. Bye. Later.